Let's begin now. All right, 6 o'clock Thursday night, no Royals. Three hours after hours. It sounds weird to kind of say out loud really fast. Three hours of after hours. Sounds like you got to pay for something like that. Making a dirty joke, huh? Yep. We're not even 15 seconds into the show. We are. We're 18. Probably hit at like 15 seconds. Yeah. I think mosquitoes are already out. I think I got one on my cat. They are. Oh, yeah. That's where I need a lawn people from uh, the text line to come out. Is there like a spray you can put on your yard to get rid of mosquitoes? Like, weren't they like trying to like scientifically get rid of mosquitoes to where they couldn't mate and they just die off? Like, is there anything productive a mosquito does? I was gonna say I don't. I don't. What good? God, dog, man, this thing is massive on my cat. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing good that comes from them. Ah, <sighs> they're everywhere. They're like Russell Wilson. They do spray for Russell mosquitoes. Russell Wilson's a mosquito, man. There's like mosquito-specific bug people out there that yeah. treat for that. But that sounds expensive. It does. I don't know, man. Most pointless thing on the entire planet Earth. Mosquitoes. I mean, you can get dinosaur DNA, apparently, from them. Well. It's got, got that going for them. That's him. according to Michael Crichton. So, I mean, you know. Great books. Uh, great series. I actually read all those. The Jurassic Park good books. Good for you. Yeah. Spoiler alert, John Hammond dies by getting eaten by dinosaurs. Shocking. Yeah. yeah He's too shocking. fat to get up a hill, and he slides down, yeah. and he gets eaten by those little green ones. Spoiler. Read books, kids. Movie's better. I disagree. That's like the most, like, <laughs> that's the, that's most the lazy dumbest take you've ever made. That's the yeah, dumbest yeah, take yeah, you've ever lazy. made. That's lazy. Right. I really don't know if there is a book better than a movie. Or, I mean, a movie better than a book. Maybe Star Wars? I don't know. Been too long, though. Been a long time. You've listened to the Royals. Uh, Vern, Vern's got a night off. I'm sure he is enjoying that quite a bit. I do have one Royals take tonight that I think makes sense, but I'm going to go full on like football and Chiefs uh, for like the first like hour and a half. Plus, uh, I want to dive into something that Hulk Hogan said for the wrestling heads out there because this is going to interest me. No, it's fine. Um, It's fine. It's fine. But I did have an interesting experience today um, at my other job. Right. This is a true story, a uh, very true story. Uh, trust me, we'll get into sports. Yeah. Meh, this is more fun. Yeah. So at my other job today, in the parking lot, there were a few police officers, right? You know, we're, we're wondering what's going on. Never, never good for business. And I do always have this fear that I'm going to get served by police. Everyone does. Because isn't Shaq about to get served? I'm pretty sure he's been like on the run trying to get away from it because of uh, some allegations and some. I think he's that hard to find, is it's, he? I know. That's a thing. It's like <laughs> he somehow gets away with it. Um, no. But so Doesn't he work for the police? Isn't he like a police officer? I think he is officially a sheriff yeah, in like some sort of like county. Not anymore. Yeah. I don't think you. Well, I don't know much about that. But um, so somebody released a chicken in the parking lot today. Okay, and this is cop-worthy? I guess. It's a loose animal. I figured animal control would uh, <laughs> right? be involved right away. 
Well, I don't know if you know this or not, but I guess chickens are insanely hard to catch. Yeah, that's the thing. I've never been in a situation where I've had to catch one. I've always thought of the movie Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Rock where, uh, what yep. is it? Uh, what is Chris Farley's name in that movie? Um, oh, gosh. Haru, I think is his name. Haru, the great white ninja. And he tells Chris Rock's character that he must, in order to start ninja training, he must catch a chicken. Dude, four people failed. The only person to get it, Huge dude that works there, probably 285 pounds, 6'4", caught the chicken. Just Was this in a parking lot? It was. Why, why even bother? Because it's, you know, it can, and it can frighten people. A chicken. Okay. I don't know, man. Sure. I just read Sounds an like article. a lot of effort for one loose chicken. I just read an article today that this guy thought the line at this Florida bar was too long, so he took a wee in the pond, gator, bit his arm off well you feel bad for that guy didn't something else didn't get bit off do you feel bad for that guy uh yeah i mean that's yeah why wouldn't you he didn't wait he didn't deserve to get his arm bit off because he had to i mean that's the benefit of being a guy isn't it patience i mean that's mean to tell me a woman can't go pee in the pond you mean you've never just went and peed in a parking lot or behind a tree or something yeah but i gotta be but i know there's not gators present i mean that's like when i go play golf it's called natural selection use well he's alive um, you always use the rough to use the restroom. Dude, there's some places where I'm like, that's a snake pit. Not a chance. Biggest fear, snake. Depends right on, on the how tip. bad you got to go, man. Snake right on the tip Depends on the golf course. On, we don't know fear. a situation. That could have been the only place for him to go. Kill me. <laughs> if a snake bites it while I'm going one, put me out of my misery. Depends on if it's poisonous or not. <sighs> Either way, not, not enjoyable. See? For most of us, anyways. Oh, Shaq got served yesterday. Ish. Got Oof. served. See, he told you. He was in like a Bitcoin uh, situation, and they were like basically fraudulent. And Shaq was like a uh, sponsor that's like because, a Shaq, tax IRS because Shaq situation. does everything. That's dude. not good, man. Maybe you got to, you that's know, not good. Maybe you got to do a few more general ads. Tax man, don't play. Nah, he collects. Uh, speaking of collecting, uh, I am going to go ahead and make a hot take. I don't know if there is more to be uh, with this, but. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win at least three more Super Bowls. Me and my agent and the team always keep open communication. Uh, and we try to do whatever is the best for the team, but obviously I want to do the best for myself as well. Um, but at the same time, I, I wanna, I've always said I, I worry about legacy and winning rings more than making money at this moment. Um, but uh, I'm, I know we keep communication. We see what's going on around the league. Um, but at the same time, I'll never do anything that's going to hurt us from keeping the great players around me. So it's kind of teetering around that line. It all circles back to Tom Brady and the Patriots, right? Because we can all agree that Tom Brady is the, the standard of the NFL, right? Like no one will ever be Tom Brady. At least that's what they tell us. No one will ever have a dynasty type of dominance that the New England Patriots had. Like, Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls, and he went 10 years without winning one, right? Which goes to show you that he won them in clusters and then obviously went some time without one, and then he's lost, what, three in a Super Bowl, two to New York, one to Philadelphia. So technically could have 10, been been to 10, won seven. Everything that Tom Brady did in his career, which isn't really that long ago for a lot of us, now maybe people that are younger, uh, than you and I, Julio, uh, both mid thirties. I think I don't people know what you're that trying to say there. Well, I'm saying the people that are that are younger than us probably don't remember 
watching ESPN or watching, you know, Sports Center when Tom Brady would have a new year on his contract and it was always like, well, Tom Brady took a pay cut or Tom Brady didn't take a massive yeah. deal because Tom Brady knows that if he take, if he takes all the money, the team isn't successful and the team can't win that way if you put it all locked in on one guy. It's not rocket science to to kind of go that way. Mahomes continues to have these Brady type of, you know, analogies, right? Like got on the scene early, one early, one big, right? Baker won a little bit and then was gone, right? Baker got into the playoffs, got the Browns, maybe the him and Stefanski, and then built a team around him. Everyone realized Baker sucks. Tampa underwind total this year, right? Lamar Jackson won an MVP, was flashy, was good, beat Mahomes, disappeared the last couple years. Injuries have happened because of that. Mahomes, who's going to be the next Tom? Kind of like when you look at Kobe and LeBron. Who's going to be the next Michael Jordan? No one. But who's going to be the closest to it? Because who's going to do the similarities that it took for those guys to get there? Now, Jordan never lost in the finals. Went 6-6 six and six in the finals. Won MVPs everywhere. And is the greatest basketball player to ever play the game. There is no denying that. Now, you look at the next tier, right? Is it Kobe? Is it LeBron? You can still have a debate. I will say it's LeBron hands down. Just because of dominance, but Kobe, five rings, LeBron, four. Right? So if LeBron gets into that realm with Kobe, then you can kind of be like, okay, well, who's the next tier's greatest? There's a lot of people that would probably put Mahomes as the second best quarterback in the NFL currently. I'm not saying it's majority, but there are some. There are some people that would be like, well, He's not quite Montana yet. Let's pump the brakes. He's won two titles. He's been to three. Let's take it a little bit easy. And the way to get the closest to it is to get as close to him, if not to the exact number as possible. And you look at the same setup. Tom Brady used his talent around him and knew where his talent was and fed it. Rob Gronkowski, Travis Kelsey, lots of comps, right? Dominant, more dominant than any other person in that position. They continue to win. They continue to build chemistry. And then where Tom went, Gronk went. Travis Kelsey, Patrick Mahomes. You have to see the same similarities. You see the same similarities in the way the team is ran. Focus, discipline, a little bit of fun when you've accomplished everything you need to do. And when you look at what this team has done with Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, I believe, I truly do, that Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid will win at least three more Super Bowls with Kansas City because of the way they look at the full-on reach. And you hear the quote, and I know the quote's been a couple days. We haven't been here. But I wanted to give my take on this because I am a firm believer that I do believe the Chiefs will win at least three more. Could be more than that. Mahomes would then have a total of five. That puts him above everybody else except Brady. And by the age of 34... Patrick Mahomes will be arguably the second greatest quarterback to ever play the game, and he would have six more years to catch Tom. He'd have five titles. He'd need two more. Again, we all think he needed to cut. He needed to. He needed to win that one early to really give him the chance of passing. But again, you look at the way the Chiefs are doing it. You way the look at. You want to look at the way Mahomes is building this team. Makes a ton of money in endorsements. Knows that the team needs money. He doesn't. Yet again. He's going to make $50 million for the next 10 years. 
Doesn't need to be the highest paid. Gets more endorsements than Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. Knows he's going to make a ton of money. Knows he's the face of the NFL. Stay healthy. Cash in outside the game. Take what you need to be respectful for the position and build your team and just win championships. Because the more you win inside the game, the more you win outside of the game. That is a fact. KJ Wright had something to say on Good Morning Football that says something about the word dynasty. Got a little bit of something I want to talk about that as well here on After Hours. Julio Sanchez, Dusty Likens, 610 Sports Radio. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Back in on After Hours. Dusty Likens with you, Julio Sanchez with you. Doesn't get dark to like 8.15. Kind of like that. Love that. Big time. That's not. Nice. Um, <laughs> text by the guy who took a wee uh, out in the pond in Florida and then got his arm bitten off by a gator said, dude might be alive, but he's not playing the guitar anytime soon. It's rough. I mean, hopefully it was the uh, non-holding hand. Uh-huh. Guessing it probably was. I don't know, man. I think it, I mean, they'll, they'll get you quick, man. They can move. He's ambidextrous. They're like the closest thing to dinosaurs, that and birds. How about uh, this one from the 816, which mm. is, is very spot on. Yeah. Uh, can't believe you brought up Beverly Hills Ninja over Rocky in a chicken, uh, chicken chasing scene. That, uh, it's a solid observation there. Um, it's a solid pull by you, but um, it's an oversight. Yeah, I, uh, wow. I don't like to piss the text line off. I kind of like to feel like I'm a man of the people, like the people's champ. Uh, you got to do it every now and then. Um, hate Rocky. What? I've seen three. What? All the way to three. I Why? Just, I hate it. I don't like, like Sylvester Stallone. You're not Stallone. American if you do. I guess. What? I can't do his, like, voice. And I've watched one through three. So Creed, Lang. Or whatever it is, or Lang's three, and then Drago. I don't nothing. know. Did nothing for you. No. Terrible acting. There, what? I, I don't like it. Well, I know. That a lot when of did you re- watch them, though? Also, oh, man. Like- Probably when I was like, I think it was just one of those weekends where I was like, you know what? I've never seen Rocky. I'm going to I'm gonna. Is this down. a recent thing? Because I don't yeah, know I that they've necessarily aged well. I'm probably 30. I'm three 35, right? and I probably started it like, I did this when I was like 27, 28. So not terribly long ago. How can you not like Rocky, man? What is wrong with you? Uh, I mean, that he's an American hero, through and through. I guess he's from Philadelphia. I mean, that's that 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 part's fair, but still, it's Rocky, man. Come on. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just I I didn't really wrong it didn't you. do it for me. Like Hoosiers didn't do it for me. Rudy didn't do it yeah, for me. Hoosiers. Eh. And I found out that Rudy Rudy's is, a scumbag. Yeah, real life, he's an ass. Yep. That yeah. that kind of ruined it for me. That, that's true. Also, uh, great use of taxpayers' money chasing chickens around a uh, parking lot, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, my buddy Robert texted me. He's like, they should have called Rocky. And I was like, Rocky? I was like, oh, is he going to punch the, the chicken? Because they could catch the chase. For those of you that missed it, my other job day, someone just brought up a chicken and released it. And it took like five people to capture this chicken. 
and several, including several police officers, apparently. There you go, what what were they going to do? Were they going to put it in handcuffs or something? There were two cops. What were they going to do? They're going to put it in the back of their squad well, car? Dude, you never know what people will do these days. Eat it. They'll try to, I mean, <laughs> to be, to be I fair. I mean, you work at a barbecue. I mean. One of our dishwashers did take it home. <laughs> Dead serious. <laughs> I'm not making that up. <laughs> Yeah. We're going we're gonna to leave that alone. That, that needs to just stay. And what's weird is like animal control came in. They talked to this man and he was like, yeah, it's fine. I have others in my house. And they're like, okay, cool. Just got you a new pet. I mean. You aren't American sure. if you don't like Rocky. It's um, 100% true. What is wrong with you? Somebody says Rocky is trash from the 913. Then You're the next trash. one is uh, three, four. Is that three, four, six? Oh, three, one, six. Rocky one is good. The rest, meh. Wow, three is by far the best. Seven, eight, five. Rocky sucked. <laughs> yeah. You all suck. I'm just telling, and I've never seen any of the Creed movies. Don't need to. Don't want to. Have no interest. I'm dead serious. The Creed serious. movies are legit, though. I think The Replacements is better than Rocky. Okay. Now now you're, let's reel now it in. I'm now I'm trolling? Yeah, let's reel it in. Let's, let's reel it Say now a you're lot just hot is more it. of an American classic than Rocky. You're just hot taking it now. No, I'm not. I'm dead serious. I hope you get bit by all the mosquitoes. I'm, uh, there's no way. I mean, I'll, I'll do my two-mile walk tonight. You deserve it. But man. I'm not sitting outside. I got a big daddy on my calf, and it hurts, man. I, I don't know the weirdest spot you've ever been bit by a mosquito. I've been bit on the bag. I've been bit on the tip. I don't know really how that happened, but uh, that happened. Yeah. That uh, bag <sighs> as well, but that, uh, yeah, didn't feel good. It, it itches. Well, do you think a regular mosquito bite itches? Look, let me tell you. What did you do? Like, do you have to put cortisone just, cream, right? No, you just, you just dunk you, that hot thing. Hot dog it. Oh yeah, you don't. You, oh my god. There's nothing you can do. That's crazy. And let me tell you, it's it, Dusty, <laughs> it takes do you a lot like longer any to heal. Sports drama movies. Um, yeah, of course. I love Brian's song. Fantastic movie. Love that movie. Rocky's just Rocky sucks. Like, dude, that's the worst. They're dick hitting ever. each other. You can with not like, like it, but to say fist. it sucks like that, like, all right, just saying. This is disrespectful. Yeah, this is just. I agree with Dusty. The replacements is better than all Rocky movies. <laughs> you guys are being Danny Bateman. Are you kidding me? Give me the ball, Danny. I'll get you the ball. Shane Falco, one of the top five. The replacements, look. Great You're getting movie. out of control. That is, what were you going to say? Top five what? Please. <sighs> don't don't the, finish no, this. I, nope, don't I say finish this. one of the top five fictional quarterbacks. All right. I, number, I will give number, you number, number five. Number He's one number five. is Willie Beeman. Yeah, of course. Nobody tops and, yeah, Willie Beeman. No one Beeman. tops Willie. That's, that's Nobody tops true. Willie Beeman. 100%. My name is Willie. Willie, Willie Beeman. Beeman. I keep, all right. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Disrespectful on all Rocky. We're I mean, I just. Eh. I mean, that just it's motivation. I the tiger. Come on, man. Oh that doesn't get you. That doesn't move you. Footsteps Falco Come from on. Ohio State. You better believe it, Daddy. You better believe it, man. Footsteps Falco lost a ton of money on you on that game. Man, wasn't anybody else doing anything that day? Mm. Just saying. Oh, you're good. You want you can, you can kick it in here. You're all good. No worries. You're fine. You're good. It's just just the cleaning lady. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Nah, but Rocky's terrible. Ro- bro, come on. Reel it. Reel it in, Dusty. Like you're getting out of control. Somebody here. says this is your worst takes. Yeah, I would 100% agree. This is this is hot take central right now. That's what this is.
That's like one of those questions. No one we is do here every for night. this, Dusty. That's, no one is here for like this. That's like one of those questions we do every night where we say, uh, you know, like the random out of left field question, like, what's a movie that everyone else loves that you absolutely cannot stand? Rocky would be there. Yeah, well, I cannot stand you right a now. A League of Their so. Own is better than Rocky. Bruh. I'm looking at you with such disappointment right I'm now. I'm just saying. And, and a little bit of hatred. It's true. 90s OG replacements. Mm, I still can't get over where you got that mosquito bite. It was on a float trip. So, so were you just like, like nude out there and the mosquito <laughs> nah, just no. beat, beat you right on the, on the member? Right on the head. Just uh, somehow snuck up there and uh, how I didn't feel it at the time, I don't know, but I certainly felt it after. Because see, for, for me, I would after. be completely nervous thinking that I had something. Because I know it gets, I know it gets wild on those. Float Dusty, trips. what were you doing? I mean, well, come what on. do you do on there, float there was trips? nothing for you me float, to worry about. You drink, that I was doing at and that you point. Sleep in a sleeping bag to have that thought cross my mind. And you wake up and you got you a nice little. Shiner. Where is your mind today, Dusty? Not Where here. Is, it is. Did the training montage exist before Rocky? Somebody says you got to soak it in cider. I mean, what do you just dip it in there and just let it hang out in the I cider? I, I mean, <laughs> How does I, that work? If you want to keep coming up with synonyms for soaking. Dipping, lounging, that's tough. I Jay, don't know how that's done. Speaking of mosquito bites, we'll ask Jay Binkley the worst spot he's ever gotten a mosquito bite. Plus, we'll ask him his take on Rocky, plus the Chiefs, plus the Royals. All that. Jay Binkley joining Julio Dusty here on After Hours on 610 Sports Radio. I see the crystal raindrops fall and the beauty of it all is when the sun comes shining through. Back in on 610 Sports Radio After Hours, when we have our next guest on Fridays at 6.30, but we have no Friday shows because you get to watch the, what are they, 15 and, nope, they don't even have that many ones, do they? 15 and 36. 15 and 36. Worst team in baseball. I will not listen to people say, no, actually the Oakland A's are the worst team. Oakland A's don't count. I'm with you. They don't want to be in that city. The fans don't care. The ownership doesn't care. The players don't care. So you're the worst team in baseball. Uh, But the best guy in sports radio, Jay Binkley, joins us currently. Jay Binkley, where's the worst place you've ever had a mosquito bite? Oh, dust man. That's a uh, place we can't talk about on the radio. We've already talked about it. Yes, Julio said the worst place he ever got it was on the tip. Had to dunk it in apple cider. Oh, mine wasn't quite there, but it was uh, close. Shaft? There was no cider. I didn't know that uh, got rid of it. There was no cider. Dusty. Oh, no apple cider? Mine was on the left side of the beanbag. (laughs) Oh, man. Not good. That's, That's brutal. Very. But... By the way, I got to visit the Julio compound last weekend. Oh, my gosh, man. This guy's balling. Yeah, you seen his truck? Oh, this guy's balling, man. That place, that, all that work he did and everything. Oh, my gosh. It's all right. It's, it's all right. Gorgeous, man. Gorgeous. From a, from a bite on the nose to the, to the new homegrown house. So, you know. That's right. That's how we do it. That's right. Uh, Binkley, thanks for joining us. By the way, I, I'm getting a lot of slander because I think Rocky movies are terrible. Am I wrong for that take? Well, early on, Dustman, they were good. Uh, all the way up to Rocky IV. That What's was the, the one with uh, Tommy Gunn and uh, what, Tommy Morrison. Tommy Morrison. Like, I liked it there. I mean, Rocky III was really good. Wasn't that uh, the Ivan Drago one? That was three, I believe. Was that three? He's training out in the wilderness. He's out in the snow. 
Mm. He's training just on regular things, not at the gym. I like that, man. He just constantly yeah, talks. Like he was unbelievable, though. I mean, you can't get your ass kicked that long and come back and win a fight. I mean, come on. I mean, Chuck Liddell did. Well, that's different, though. That's different disciplines, man. UFC, you can't. You just get mm. that lucky punch and you win. But boxing, not so much, man. Yeah, I don't know. Um, so we we kind of spitballed some things back and forth. Today, Bink, and I'm, I'm, I am actually interested about some of the things I was asking about, and one of them was Herm Edwards' comments. Now, we're going to play him a little bit later yeah. on, on this show tonight, but he says, and he mentions, he's concerned if the Chiefs are truly aware that they're the hunted. Have they not been the hunted since after the Tampa Bay Super Bowl? You know what? I'm, I'm glad you were thinking that. I was thinking the same thing. I saw it. I was like, you, you, you talk about the Herm Edwards comments there. Like, why did he even say that? I mean, the guy should know better than that. He was a coach of this team. But the Chiefs know what it's like to be the hunted. I mean, they, they went into the draft. As I said, they, you know, when they went in the draft, we talked about it. They went with house money because they used to draft to chase the Patriots. They used to draft to chase the Steelers. All the moves the Chiefs made were to beat those teams. Now everybody's after them. Mm-hmm. They're against themselves. That's the only thing they're betting against. So they've been the hunted. Every, every team talks about it. Well, to get through, you got to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. Even Josh Allen last week was asked about Cal Brandt's quarterback rankings. Cal Brandt had uh, Mahomes' number one uh, quarterback in the NFL on his own little tier. And he goes, well, until some of us start beating Mahomes, he's still number one. Mm-hmm. And Josh Allen's 100% right. And it's good to hear him say that because it doesn't matter what anybody, you know, talking head say, but a guy like Josh Allen saying it, that this carries some weight because he's playing in a league. But the Chiefs know what it's like. They know they're the hunted. They know teams are drafting against them. They know the free agent signings uh, were against them. You know, like Chandler Jones uh, with the Raiders and Khalil Mack with the Chargers. These type of moves were to stop Mahomes. But the Chiefs are playing the same game. I mean, you know, five out of the seven picks this year on defense, seven out of ten were defense the year before. Like, the Chiefs are playing the same game. They know that the elite quarterbacks in the AFC, and they're out to stop them. The Chiefs aren't going to allow themselves to be the hunted, but that's 100% what this team is. is the hunted. If Herman Edwards even say that's dumb, they've been to back-to-back Super Bowls. They've won two of the last four Super Bowls. They know exactly what it takes to get back. Mahomes has been the three of them. This Mahomes has been the five AFC title games in a row, never been done in the history of the league, and it's taken till overtime, even with the old rules with the Patriots, to even beat Mahomes. So to say that is ridiculous. He's the team leader. They feed off what even Donovan Smith, uh, the new uh, left tackle, the kid mm-hmm. Cam says, hey, say Tom, Patrick's like Brady. You know, you know he's got that championship mentality on and off the field. So the Chiefs know exactly what it's like being the hunted. I'm shocked that Herm Edwards said that because that was really dumb. So speaking of being hunted and 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 asinine takes from Herm Edwards, um, who is this year's opponent? You can't say Cincinnati. Who's somebody that that will be gunning for Kansas City this year? Well. If you're not letting me use Cincinnati, Dustman, right. it, it clearly is. Uh, Buffalo's on that tier with them. Buffalo's about spent, man. They've mm-hmm. used everything they have. They've got to start winning in the postseason. You know, Josh Allen's a great quarterback. They bring in Stephon Diggs. But then you go and then they bring in Von Miller, that I think was the best offseason signing in the NFL until he got hurt right. because he made the difference when the Bills played the Chiefs in the regular season. And after the game, we're like, man, okay, that's why Buffalo went and got Vaughn Miller was, you know, for Patrick Mahomes. Then he gets hurt. And then I'd say Jerry McKinnon became the best offseason addition in the NFL. But I'd say Buffalo. They have a, maybe another run in them. But last year was embarrassing what happened to the playoffs because all of a sudden they couldn't rush the passer. 
anymore. But I put the Buffalo Bills, who were the Super Bowl favorites last year, still up there this year with third or fourth in Super Bowl odds. So it's Kansas City, Cincinnati, and Buffalo. And then there's a whole other tier below that. Can the Jets step up and be that team that's in it? Everybody's talking about the Dolphins. The Dolphins talk about themselves a lot. That's probably a third-place team in the division. It depends on what happens against the Patriots with that team. But the Jets are better than they are. The Bills are better than they are. They're looking to be in the third-best team in that division. Baltimore, we'll see what happens uh, now Lamar Jackson's back. But it's the Buffalo Bills. I have to think, if Buffalo and Cincinnati are the two teams that legitimately have a, a chance – because Cincinnati's clearly done it. Buffalo's never done it in the playoffs, but Cincinnati's done it. They've come to Arrowhead. They've beaten the, you know, the 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 prince that was promised for the Chiefs. Um, this team, do you think the number one goal is to uh, is to run it back and actually get it accomplished? Because you you, you run it back, Binkley, and you win three in in five years, and yeah. you know, then what? You know, what's then then what's next? No, then you have to start crowding them. And the hard thing about it is, most unbelievable thing about it, everybody's on the same playing field. I mean, everybody has the same salary cap. You just got to be smarter, man. And this is where it comes down to Brett Beach in the front office making great decisions because we don't know what this draft class is going to be. We don't know how many players are going to be on the team. But going into this draft, 21 of the last 22 guys are still on the team, on the roster. And that includes going through the pandemic. That was tough. But, yeah, I mean, it's up to, it's up to Mahomes. Mahomes can, can guide this team. Uh, to another Super Bowl. Uh, Cincinnati is, is close. Joe Burrow's there because they got to start winning because eventually they got to pay T. Higgins, Jamar Chase. Uh, they're going to have to pay all these guys. And then the Buffalo Bills are kind of, you know, squeezing out whatever they have left. But right now it's the Kansas City Chiefs against themselves. They're in their own class. People will have to say, if, you, if you're arguing about are they a dynasty or not, if they win another one this year, there's no question. Yeah. There's no question. It's going to be tough. They have less rest than any team in the NFL. Matter of fact, it's not even what, close. Sharp Football said that they've never seen a six-game stretch from the NFL team to have negative days rest to the team that they're playing. No bunch of teams that are playing Thursday or whatever mm-hmm. and have an extra, including the Cincinnati Bengals, mixed in there. But he went back 92 years, uh, Warren Sharp did, and, and he couldn't find one team that had it. So they're going to have to deal with it. They're going to have to deal with the schedule makers. They are on eight standalone uh, games this year. They know that everybody's gunning for them, but they they have the mentality. And I and what Patrick Mahomes said, as far as you know, the contract will play out itself. It's about getting talent around them. You know, Joe Burrow's going to going to borrow a page from that and do a lot of the same things because he knows that you need a legacy. And if you're all about money, that's one thing. But if you want to build a football team around you that can help you get your legacy and get your checks. That's what you do. Mahomes is doing the right thing, just like he did when he didn't do advertisements his first year. He's always doing the right thing, uh, which is unbelievable with him. But, um, yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. I love that attitude because that attitude was pure. That wasn't him just making something up. Like, that's legitimately how he thinks. He wants a ring. This team desires rings. Brett Beach said that after the first – uh, Super Bowl this team had as a run. I'm not including the one you know by Dawson back in the day, but Brett Beach, he even said, he goes, you know, I thought getting a ring would be the icing on the cake uh, when he was doing an interview with, I think, Rich Eisen. He's like, but then I got there and I realized, okay, I want another one. Uh-huh. I want another one. So it's not just be content like the Rams were or like the Bucks were getting the one Super Bowl. The Chiefs want to collect rings, and that's a great attitude to have. You look at the uh, the announcement today from the Royals. They had uh, Nate Eaton down to Omaha. They make a call tomorrow. It's obviously Drew Waters. We both agree on that, right? Drew Waters? 
Yeah, I think so, Dustman. Okay. But uh, eventually, Daniel Lynch is going to have to come up here, isn't he? I yeah. Mean, well, that's when they need arms, that's when, man. They well, need that's arms. when uh, JBJ gets DFA'd, and that's what brings me to my next question. Hunter Dozier's DFA'd. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. I think eventually will be DFA'd, and then you will have the entire roster that everybody's wanted for two years. Binkley, um, they're terrible. They're not good. They're not competitive. They've they've lost thirteen of sixteen series. I ask you this: Is everybody capable of getting fired? I start with JJ Bacola. I start with Matty Q. I start with everybody on that bench. Do you have at this point to get rid of it all if it's this absolutely terrible? Yeah, I don't think they're going to do it, but everything's on the table. When you're not winning, everything uh, becomes on the table. I mean, you know, I heard you talking uh, right before I came on as far as, you know, Kansas City or Oakland, who's, who's played worse this year. Well, Oakland beat the Royals two out of three um, at home, and I know that the Royals have a better record than they do, but it's kind of like it's head-scratching. But I think everything's on the table. I'm waiting for Nick Lofton to come up, the fourth-best prospect who's killing it in AAA because this guy can do everything. Um, so that's the guy. Yeah, he plays third base, shortstop. He can play anywhere he wants to. I want that guy. Drew Waters probably here, Dustman, but Daniel Lynch, they're going to need that arm. And he's had, what, five rehab starts, so he'll be up here. But, yeah, I think every, I don't think anybody's safe at this point. When you're not winning, nobody's safe. Yeah. Binkley, can I, I say that, too. Well, I mean, that's what I, it's, it's, it's different, though, because it's not that they're not winning. It's, it's that they're not winning at all. Like, it'd be different if they were, like, I don't know, like, 25 and 31, which doesn't make sense when it comes to record, but they're 15 and 36 and they've won three series all year. Like that's one of those things where like, you know, if every kid in your class fails, that teacher should be fired. But if like four or five fail, you can look at the teacher and be like, okay, what maybe are you doing wrong? And what every kid is failing, get them out. I'm talking from player development to bench coach, to head coach, everybody. Well, you're frustrated. It's like I'm frustrated. I enjoy watching the team, but it, but it's frustration. And I remember last year, and you're like, okay, how long are you going to keep the training wheels on? Mm-hmm. Because last year you give a pass maybe because their voices couldn't be heard. Right. Dusty, you were with me that day. Yeah. That, uh, where you, that, uh, that the skip was on. Um, yeah, it was like Fesco in the morning. Matheny. Yeah, we were with Matheny. We asked him, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, leadership. And he goes, well, a lot of the guys I don't think can speak up or have not tried to speak up. They want them to. Like, he wanted them to speak up. But there was guys here that with the, the veteran presence and everything they had in the locker room. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Get those guys out of the way. Let the young voices be heard and then see what, what can happen. See if you can start winning. Because I remember in 2010 and 11 and 12, this organization had training wheels uh-huh. on the players. And it was accepted. But they shifted that mentality. And in 14 and 15, even parts of 13, when you, when you came to the Kansas City, mm. you were expected to win. It's like Lorenzo Cain not playing, you know, back and forth with the Tigers and really setting the tempo like, hey, I'm here to win. You know, not, not making small talk there at first base. That was different. But I felt like the training wheels were on. Mm-hmm. And then they were off. And I was like, okay. And I could, would compare them to, like, the Steelers and the Patriots, because when you're drafted with those teams, there's no training wheels. You're expected to play, mm. and you're expected to perform. And we just haven't seen that right now. Like, anybody can have amazing years, amazing numbers, but until you start putting W's by the team, it doesn't matter, man. Right. Binkley, I always put a W next to your name when you're on my uh, when you're on my uh, set list for the evening. Continue to enjoy this beautiful evening. I'm sure you're having a cold one, and uh, – Hopefully you're watching Heat Celtics, but I bet you're watching hockey because I'm sure you're intrigued with those Florida Panthers. <laughs> I, I like them both, man. I like the NHL. I like the NBA, but I definitely like beer. Yeah. Uh, I haven't dove into it yet, but I will. But I will. But I will, Dustin. And the weather is great. And it, it's beer weather. For it's 100% sure, uh, 
beer conditions. I think Adam Kramer put that on Twitter, my friend from college football. He's like, the beer weather is uh, outstanding, and this is uh, great beer weather. Well, Beakley, enjoy the weather, enjoy the time off, and uh, get ready for football seasons right around the corner. Dustman, Julio, enjoy your evening. Thank you, sir. Jay Binkley joined us here on After Hours. We come up on the other side. Hulk Hogan said something. Well, he didn't say something. He said his Mount Rushmore of wrestlers, and he has one very, very asinine take about what his Mount Rushmore is. Feel free to bring yours in. 913-586-7610. Julio Sanchez, Dusty Likens, you're listening to After Hours. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views. Out the corner of my eye, I saw a pretty little thing approaching me. Final segment, 6 o'clock hour. It's after hours, Dusty Likens and Julio Sanchez with you this evening. Thanks to Jay Pinkley for joining us at the 6.30 segment. Normally on a Friday night, but uh, no show Friday because you get to listen to your uh, Kansas City Royals as they'll play the Washington Nationals. 15 and 36. That's just, that's just tough. 15 and 36. Uh, your Chiefs quarterback is currently on NBA TNT's tip-off. Patrick Mahomes talking to one uh, Charles Barkley uh, before the Miami and uh, Boston Celtics game five. Yes, uh, your boy does have a parlay on that. I'll give it to you in the 7 o'clock hour. Uh, it's, it's just all heat. I think Boston's done. I think Boston's washed. I think it's over. Uh, it is what it is. But I thought it was interesting as I'm scrolling through my phone. I know a lot of people that that follow this show or have followed myself. You understand that I do enjoy wrestling. Have as a, as a child. I don't really follow as much anymore. But I thought Hulk Hogan had a very interesting take on who his Mount Rushmore would be. It definitely have to be Flair. It definitely have to be Andre. Um. Have to go with Macho, and then I put myself up there. All right, brother, you put yourself on there. I love it. <laughs> I, I have to put myself up there, bro. You know, I worked with all those guys, and it didn't didn't matter who it was, man. We we rocked the house, no matter who it was. So no Rock, Austin, any of those guys, Cena. You don't put those guys there. Well, we, we well, I, you know, I'm just thinking longevity. Mm-hmm. You know, longevity. I'm talking about guys that put, you know. 20, 25 years in, um, you know, I don't know main event wise, how long the rock was the main event guy. I don't know if it was six years or eight years or two years or four years. Cause I don't know time with these guys. I know Steve was in the business for a long time and I don't know if he's a main event guy for eight years or 10 years. I just don't know the time frame. but I know Randy, you know, was main event guy for 20 plus years, you know, same with Andre. Oh my God, forever. So Hogan's top four, Flair, Andre, Macho, and himself. Yeah, no. Um, I respect it. Um, I understand where he's coming from, but to say the main event for 20-plus years, Hogan was doing it in a time where there weren't that many, there weren't that many, that many uh, people that could headline. Obviously, I believe it was like WrestleMania three. Hogan and Andre, one of the best classic matches of all time. 
Um, but that's not my Mount Rushmore. And I know that we're, we're anti Mount Rushmore's, but this one, it just kind of built itself. And, um, I know the Texan says you need to distinguish pre-attitude and post-attitude, pre-attitude, Hogan, Flair, McMahon, and HBK. Attitude era, Austin, Triple H, Nash, and either The Rock or Cena. I don't really have to. I just do it with the four that I believe are my four all time. And the ones that I came up with are Andre, Flair, Austin, and Taker. And there's reasons for all of them. Andre the Giant was like the first, like, I mean, it sounds weird to say, but the giant, like he was the, you know, the big draw, the big superstar movies. I know that there's other people that are going to chime in and be like, well, actually this guy, but Andre, man, like the giant, everybody knows Andre, the giant got to be part of your, got to be part of your rock wall. Flair, obviously for obvious reasons at the time, nobody cut promos. Nobody set the, nobody set the stone paved route that Ric Flair could set. Ric Flair has all the, you know, the wine and the dine, the the Rolex wearing alligator, you know, all that stuff. Ric Flair set that. He trailblazed that. As for the next two, Austin and Taker. Stone Cold Steve Austin was the reason that people watched wrestling on Monday nights from 96 to 2001 or to 2000. Probably 2001. So for five years, he was dominant. Now, obviously, there were a couple of knee injuries that set him aside and had him miss a, a, a you know a decent run, and The Rock kind of took it. And trust me, The Rock is an honorable mention with Shawn Michaels. But to me, if you're going to have Shawn Michaels on there, you got to take out Ric Flair. But without Ric Flair, there is no Shawn Michaels, which means Ric Flair slides in. Now, Undertaker, nobody more iconic, right? You hear the bell, you know the WrestleMania streak, undefeated. So that kind of defends Hogan's argument. But if I had to give mine, it's Andre Flair, Austin Taker. I mean, Vince McMahon was a voice. Vince McMahon was eh. But until Stone Cold Steve Austin came in and gave the whole mantra of, I'm going to fight my boss and I'm going to call my boss out. Vince McMahon took off. Wrestling took off. Everybody knows the broken glass, right? Everybody knows the woo. And everybody knows the dead man, right? Like the Undertaker would probably be a top three wrestler of all time if you'd have just missed that Kid Rock era where he was the American badass. I still don't understand uh, quite that role. But the honorable mentions would be Rock and HBK. Because I think if you're going to take out Austin, you would put in The Rock. But without Austin, there might not be The Rock. But Andre Flair, Austin, and Taker is where I set this up. 316, Hulk, Rick Flair, Steve Austin, and going old school here, but Rufus R. Jones, look him up. Okay. Where is Sting? Not here, man. I Look, these are, these are special. And a lot of people are going to, like, Ric Flair, Stone Cold, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Lance. Lance, get Roman Reigns the hell out of here, man. Like, be serious. Don't be fanboy here. Roman Reigns is nowhere near the Mount Rushmore. He's nowhere near the pebbles that are even close to the bushes that are bow, that are well below the statue. Somebody says, HBK, Dead Man Rock, and Austin. Eh. Yeah. 
I mean, you're going pure attitude era. Somebody says, The Undertaker, Macho Man, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock. I just, yeah. I get it. Promos with Macho Man are special. Cream of the crop. Hogan believes that because this is his, yeah, that was his era. It's like comparing Bill Russell and Shaq, my Mount Rushmore is Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, Austin, slash Rock. Honorable mention Sting, HBK, Bret Hart, Andre, and Cena. I would listen to honorable mentions with John Cena. I would listen to honorable mentions with, um, with many others. But, you know, it is what it is. But Hogan, of course, has to put himself on there because why not? Why not would an insecure man like Hulk Hogan put himself on there? I'm just not. I never was a big Hulk Hogan guy. Although his bash at the beach thing when he turned heel was absolutely one of the most iconic, memorable moments of all time. Coming up on the other side, 7 o'clock hour, Herm Edwards. Probably the biggest dumbass thing I've ever heard anybody say that follows football. You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.